Jason Vio has been described by NPR as perhaps the most precise and soulful classical guitarist of his generation. Julian Labro, on the other hand, has been deemed a triple threat, a brilliant technician, poetic melodist, and cunning arranger. Best of all, they're back together with their latest release on the Ezekiel label, Infusion. Jason and Julian now join us from the studios of WCLV in Cleveland, and so nice to have you with us. Thank you, Chris. It's great to be here. Hi, Chris. The album is called Infusion, and it's chock full of uh, a lot of really fun music. It's, it's such a joy to hear you two play together. I, I want to start, though, with a, uh, a couple of quotes I found, uh, one from each of you. And Jason, I guess we'll start with you. That In your early years, when you were playing the guitar as a... As a I, I presume a teen, instead of garage bands and such, uh, you were playing more of a classical guitar. And you said once that it took you a while to realize that uh, you could attract women just as well with classical <laughs> guitar as with, with rock and roll. Is that true? Well, that's there's some, it's something to that effect. I think uh, uh, it was the fact that I was so serious. I was only uh, practicing classical guitar, uh, really, from the from age uh, seven or eight till I graduated high school. And the thing was, I was so monk like about my my practicing and my seriousness about it that I, it just never dawned on me that you know, I, I I just figured like, well, that I could bring my guitar. Well, just bring my guitar and play Stairway to Heaven. Or something like that, or, or you know, or just some some kind of rock riffs, and uh, some nice things would happen. That I mean, that didn't really occur to me till 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 later. You know, you get attention from uh, you know your the the opposite sex. So, I mean, I, that's but that was why I said that to really to illustrate how just how like I was my basically I was like a librarian or a a monk about it. I was very very serious, of course, unlike now. Well, now you're uh, uh, you're actually running a guitar department. Oh, that's right. I am serious about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm well, running. T- I'm I'm with two guitar departments: the one at Curtis Institute of Music and still at Cleveland Institute of Music. Yes. Uh, but uh, but you you've managed to find uh, companionship of, a, of an appropriate sort, I presume. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's uh, okay. Those, uh, Settled. Yeah, I just I just I basically just play to impress my wife now. So. And, and Julian, uh, one thing that cracked me up was a, a quote, I think it's in the liner notes of the album, uh, that says, you, you're, con- you're concerned that when people see you, you don't want them to say something like, oh man, here's a polka dude coming up. <laughs> oh yeah, well, I mean, you know, look, there's nothing wrong with polkas. Uh, it's just that, I mean, sometimes the accordion, and especially in this country, it's associated with that, but as you know, because you... You you know your accordion people like uh, because you've played a lot of accordion music on your show, so you know that the instrument is very versatile and a lot can be done with it. And certainly, all I'm trying to do is you know uh, be a representative of of that. That's that's all my mission is, and that that doesn't mean that one day I I, I won't touch onto the world of polka because it's an entire it's a very interesting thing but I, I might take it out to left left field but it's actually I've been thinking about that for quite some time so mm. and in fact you play more than just the accordion you play the bandonian and and we'll hear in a, a little bit later on you playing an accordina yeah. is that yes. am I saying that right yes you are yeah uh, it's an amazing instrument I oh, wish I could I show you it. a picture of it it uh, and what you what you each do with your respective instruments 
individually and together is is stunning. Oh, thanks. Well, thank you. Thank you so thank much. You. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of his accordina. Uh, you know, as an instrument, of course, his playing of it. It's just so expressive. And there's something about just that single line, that single line sound of it, that it has its own, you know, kind of uh, opportunity for arranging, which, you know, things like the Pat Metheny, Antonia track, and then, of course, the Tears for Fears. It was just seemed perfect for that kind of thing. Maybe we should hear that, uh, yeah. Cordina. The track is Antonia. It's a Pat Metheny tune, is it? Yes, right? is it? that's right. Uh, tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's... Uh, it's it's just one of those, uh, I, for me, it's really one of his uh, finest melodies, and that's within the context of so many great melodies that he's written for uh, the jazz uh, catalog. And um, I had actually done an, an arrangement on my solo record called Images of Matheny, which was entirely music of, of Pat's, and I, I had made it into an Alamond as part of a Baroque suite. Uh, but for this, I, my the arrangement was... Um, you know, try try to recreate on a guitar, sort of the backing tracks, if you will, of uh, of the orchestral accompaniment that's behind it, and it has this kind of you know uh, s- sound that uh, Pat is using. Like I think it's a guitar synth or something kind of thing that yeah. that is very reminiscent of a of a an accordion, and so um, it just seemed right to 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 make it. It just sounded good to me. You know, it just sounded good to my ear. And and the accordina is looks sort of like somebody took uh, the keyboard and ripped it off a of bandonian and stuck a mouthpiece <laughs> on it. it, it yeah, it, essentially, yeah, it's like the right hand of an accordion, like that you you chop it off and then you put a mouthpiece on it and then you got you got the instrument. Yeah. And uh, Julian Lebrel, your your solo though is is so. Um, uh, what shall I say? I, I guess virtuosic because there's the blue notes and the some of the things you do with it are are amazing. Oh, thanks. Well, you know, I'm just trying to get better, Chris. Well, that's what I liked playing. About. I mean, it's that's what I was really great about doing this record for me was it gets me closer as a as a as a classical player, you know, who you know occasionally flirts with you know improvising and, and arranging. But get closer to actually playing with this soloist that you know this 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 player that I heard would you know with Hot Club of Detroit uh, so many times at Cleveland's Nighttown Jazz Club. I mean, this is the thing that kind of blew me away about his playing was exactly this 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 kind of soloing over Antonia.
Antonia by Pat Metheny. We heard Jason Vio on guitar and Julian Lebrow on the accordina from their, their latest uh, CD, their latest album, Infusion. Jason, you made reference just before we heard the track to how uh, you and uh, Julian first hooked up together right. with the Hot Club of Detroit. You you had heard them play? Yeah, they used to come to Cleveland at least twice a year, and my producer, Alan Bice, uh, from Azika Records and I, back when I lived on the east side of Cleveland, uh, we used to, that was kind of like a regular haunt uh, for us where we get caught up on stuff. And whenever they were in town, we would try to catch them. And uh, so, you know, again, I, we just became big fans, not just of the group, but in you know, particular Julian. Um, and just the way that, you know, he would build a solo and kind of, you know, he'd kind of tear the roof off the place with with his soloing and and so after the gig we would all you know have some beers and stuff at the bar and just just talk about music all of us the band and alan and i and so the genesis of the first re- uh, the first record that we did five years ago called piazzola the, the music of astro piazzola was me asking julian hey have, have you ever played the bandoneon uh, sort of the the tango uh, accordion, uh, and he's and he said that he had, and I said that there was uh, an original concerto, a double concerto written for um, uh, by P- Astor Piazzolla, and that I you know I was going to try to see what I could do, you know, and I and we had we had put a demo together actually to for for management to try to you know sort of. Sh- Shop yeah, this it, around yeah. to, to orchestras and such. But we ended up putting together a concert in Cleveland with a local presenter to, to where we could play it. And um, and that was really the start of the thing. And Alan Bice of Azika Records also gets a lot of credit for uh, bringing in a Far Cry chamber orchestra from Boston 
you know, and so we made the, this whole record. Julia did a, a brilliant arrangement of Four Seasons, and we recorded it in Boston, and that that was really the the start of it. There is a, a Piazzolla a track on the album. Not surprisingly, Julian, uh, tell me a little bit about Esquala. Esquala means uh, shark, and it's a tune. Uh, that I didn't want to rec- record because it's been done and overdone and heard and overheard. And it's the kind of, I mean, it's great as an encore in concert because it's three minutes long and usually uh, the audience is on its feet because it's, you know, it's catchy and it's fun and it's uh, entertaining and usually uh, play at a brisk tempo. So uh, when when we came to to choose selections for for this album i i told jason hey you know what if we're going to do a squalo let's just let's just do something totally different with it because we can't just we just can't have i mean the world doesn't need another version of a squalo that's just by the book right uh and so what we did is uh, uh through working together and uh just rehearsing the tune we eventually came up with uh now what i like to call it a, a rhapsody because while the tune may be three minutes long it is now an eight minute really going through a lot of episodes of musical uh, moments. And so if you hear in the middle, you might even hear a Bob Marley kind of reference because I thought the bass line, uh, or the guitar line, rather, of the Bob Marley tune, Could You Be Love, uh, really could be... It's the same infused. kind of very similar melody. So I thought I could infuse it with the theme. And so what happens is from there, kind of uh, everything gets a lot of crazy in the middle of the tune where we open things up with a, a lot of a, a great guitar guitar feature with a lot of solo solos uh, where Jason does some incredible pyrotechnics that I just like kind of sickening to watch and to hear. <laughs> and then after that, um, while while he's playing his solo and this guy is, you know, he's like supposed to be known to play one of the best version of like Corigliano guitar concerto and he's like ripping some Pat Metheny lakes and then some like crazy uh, Beyonce quotes in there, so super pop and and so the tune from while it's it's a Piazzolla platform, it goes way beyond. And I I, I want to believe that Piazzolla would uh, would have approved because uh, if I recall correctly, he has a quote that he, he would surely hope that his music would be played by 2020. And I think we can be certain that his music will be performed and recorded by 2020. We already 2016, so. Thank you. 
Esqualla by Astor Piazzolla in a version unlike any you've ever heard before with uh, Jason Vio on the guitar and Julian Lebrow on uh, Bandonian from their album Infusion on the Azica label. They're speaking to us from WCLV in Cleveland. There's so much more great music on the album. I'm, I'm afraid we can't get to all of it this morning. But uh, there's a, a suite that I think is kind of the centerpiece of the of the album. It's called Suite Retratas uh, that Julian, you arranged. And if I'm reading this correctly, each of the four movements uh, represents another musician or composer? Correct. That's correct. Uh, Natalie, Radames Natalie, the Brazilian composer, uh, wrote this, uh, this four-movement piece. Uh, and each movement uh, is a tribute to uh, a Brazilian composer. The first movement is Pichinguina, the second one is Ernesto Nazareth, and so on. And those were, uh, you know, quite uh, well-known composers and musicians of the Brazilian musical landscape at the time. Um, and so uh, this piece, we again, while it, it's a very well-known piece in the guitar repertoire because uh, um, for the duo, guitar repertoire and I remember hearing that piece and being like oh well this is cool and I told Justin we should do something with it uh, but again our approach is always trying to uh, you know bring something different to the table rather than just another version of something that's ever been done before maybe in my play you know some version might be better some might, versions might be uh, you know it's like taste and whatever but we thought we bring something totally different by uh, getting actually closer to the original because the original was written for Bendelin uh, a rhythm section, a Brazilian rhythm section that most likely contained cavaquino, the little Brazilian mandolin and mm -hmm. a bass and, and all sorts of percussion and a symphony orchestra strings. So that was the original. Uh, and then so what we did is we um, we decided that, hey, why don't we bring Jimmy Haddad, the great percussionist, uh, to the mix and Peter Dominguez, uh, the bassist, and we'll do something uh, like a chamber style yeah. Brazilian kind of where we'll open things up and introduce some actual theme of the composers themselves inside the music of Natalie. So yes. it's it's almost like a tribute within within the tribute because in if you listen closely, uh, for example, in the first movement, there is several quotes of music by Pichinguina inside the movement dedicated to him by Natalie. So it's a little bit of a tribute within the tribute. And uh, in, in that piece, in, in all movements, we, we improvise, we open sections, and we try to just musically perhaps uh, get closer to uh, the fun and... Um, Enhance the... Uh, yeah, the, the Brazilian the feel, yeah, the way it was played. Because uh, while Natalie was a, a serious, recognized classical composer uh, that was writing for symph symphony orchestras and, and wind uh, symphonies, I mean, when, when chamber ensembles, he was also uh, a pianist and um, a popular musician that yes. led his own orchestra. Mm -hmm. And so we thought that that would be a good, uh, a good way to represent and, and dedicate, you know, make really do justice to this piece in our own way. Thank mm -hmm. you. 
Retratas by Radames Natali, uh, featuring Jason Vio on guitar, Julian Lebro on bandonian, Peter Dominguez on bass, and uh, Jamie Haddad on uh, percussion. The album is Infusion. It's great, fellas. And I have one more one more question before we let you go, and and we'll play an encore at the end here. How much work do you guys do together before you go into the studio? You guys are so tight together. Oh, thanks. Uh, well, you know, it's very much, uh, uh, we don't, we, we, you know, we live in different cities. Julian lives in New York and I'm in Cleveland. And I think why our, this particular collaboration is able to exist is because we don't really, I mean, we do rehearsing, of course, before the gig, but, you know, Julian will just send kind of an arrangement or I'll, I'll send something, I'll record a, you know my guitar arrangement of a of a sort of a of a backdrop to to Antonia or something like that and send it to him, and then we go oh cool and then we just get to honestly it's really we get together and we rehearse like for a day or two, and 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 put those things together, um, which I, I you know I think might sound in classical circles like it's sort of under rehearsed but the, it, we want we it works because. We're allowing room for other ideas to happen, so the, the the arrangements are actually continually evolving. They're not always going to be that way. If you hear us in another town, like the, if you heard us, if you hear us play, you know, uh, the Niatali or Esqualo in one place, you might hear us like a few months later somewhere else. It, it could very well be different, and so we have to allow for that the way the way you know a, a jazz musician would really. So it's really freeing up for me because, of course, I, I commission a lot of new works uh, every year. And, you know, as a classical musician, you know, you have to play the notes, you know, or at least try to. So, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not a musician, but I can tell you it certainly doesn't sound under-rehearsed to me. Oh, uh, thanks. thanks. Thanks, Chris. Jason Vio and Julian Labro, thank you so much. You're welcome. The album is Infusion. It's on the Ezekiel label. Appreciate your time, fellas. Thank thanks you. a lot. Thanks, Chris.